You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. 
with everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Bring on Ryan Faluna and Jonathan Mallard, who are going to live trade into the open using Benzinga Pro. Um, and let's bring them on here in a second, guys. I, I don't know if you watched, uh, if you saw about a half hour ago, um, our interview with Marcus uh, Heitkotter and his uh, F uh, ride shirt. I don't know if you guys caught that. I, Ryan, I think you did. <laughs> I did see that you guys were doing that. I didn't actually see the spot because I was walking back and forth preparing for this segment. Yeah. However, I did catch right at the end there. Dennis said he was nervous. Sensei is nervous. I no know. way. I could, could. You're breaking news, Spencer. You're breaking news out here. Mr. Miyagi doesn't get nervous, I thought. But and, and you know, he was he was trying to you were guys were trying to explain if it was excitement or 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 anxiety. You know what that reminded me? That reminded me of the Seinfeld episode where George is gonna try to put the marble rye back and he's in there and he's like, I just get a little nervous on the weekends that's what dennis reminded me of right there that was absolutely perfect i'm over here dying oh that's so good good morning everybody richard hi how's it going lele are you back to kill it again because you destroyed the trades last week welcome back lele is our our friday morning sniper that's that's like my my mental picture she's just like waiting 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 for the profits All right, Ryan, what are we looking at today? All right, so I have six stocks that I've narrowed down for the open here today. Uh, You can see them right here in the watch list. I got these top three from movers. I'll show you how I got them in a sec. I got these last three from a relative volume scan performed after hours last night. So I suspect that ACBA... Cody and Prague might be in play today, uh, but might not be in play right off of the open. Prague, just for full disclosure here, I'm looking for Prague to test this 374 spot on volume sometime after the open. Probably will happen about a half an hour to an hour after the open. Looking for a volume expansion snap here, hoping to get about 10 cents off that day trade. Um, the other three here, Space, Piers, and, and Torchlight. I just heard uh, Dennis say he was a seller of Space. I will take the opposite side of that trade. I am actually hoping to day trade this. Uh, There's going to be so much, uh, so many eyeballs and so much interest on this stock today. I think that this could absolutely make for some some decent trades, both to the short and the long side. So real quickly, just to show you how I got those three from movers, let me make this a little bit bigger, probably difficult for you guys to see out there in viewer land. Uh, What I have here on the left is just the movers tool. And I wanted to search for pre-market gainers. You've probably seen this a million times. Then I basically went through this list and picked out the ones that were the juiciest. Uh, that also had the highest volume here. So you can see right away, I skipped over Nokia. Um, this, not not my thing. Uh, I'll let the uh, Wall Street bets and the Reddit crowd take care of that. Torchlight here, uh, I think that this has been in the, the news flow for quite a, quite a while recently. Uh, I think that you might get some trades on both sides of this today. Uh, and then space, obviously, this is probably going to be the big one today. Last one here was peers. Um, notable shout out to TNXP. I've actually day traded this in the past. I think I'm going to skip it today and go for some of these other ones here, though. So I'm basically looking to just catch a real quick scalp in, off a of support region and then sell on a resistance area real simple plan going in the open we'll see if it materializes what did you look at osmt i forget what all of what was on your watch list osmt let's take a look at it right now osmotica pharmaceuticals it looks like it it surpassed the previous you know high 
It's got some heavy volume here. Uh, volume's tapering off a little bit. But, I mean, it could crash and burn or it could take off either way, I think. Yeah, you know what, Jonathan? Great spot here. Let's go ahead and add this to the uh, to the watch list just so we can keep track of this. This is a real good spot. I don't have this here. Actually, I'm not sure why this didn't appear in Movers. Interesting. Um, I'll take a look at that. But uh, yeah, no, this this is this is a real good one. What have we traded on the day here today so far? Three million shares, way over the average. Great spot here, Jonathan. Let's definitely take a look at this one uh, right off the open. What I'm going to do now is do exactly what I just did on those other stocks. I'm basically going to um, use the horizontal line tool and mark off price levels that I think are going to be important. These are going to be sentiment shifts uh, where the price just started to, to reverse. And, and basically, I'm just going to mark these off and then wait for them to actually hit uh, once the market opens. So, so here we go. Uh, this, is, this is kind of where we're at. Let me take a look to the left here and see if I'm missing any obvious points. Uh, looks like this is going to encompass most of them. Maybe we'll add another one right down here. All right. All right. Looking good. Uh, looking good. Maybe one more to the upside just in case things get a little nuts today. Okay. So we're ready for this as well. Let me go back to the, uh, the chart tool here. Here we go. So now we've got all those stocks that we're watching right here. Uh, and we'll be able to keep track of this uh, as soon as the market opens. Should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a bunch of tickers to go through here in the chat. Lele is looking to short FFHL at the open. Uh, looks like they had uh, positive earnings yesterday. So maybe she thinks that's short-lived. Uh, well, I can tell you, I've actually seen this trade a number of times over the course of the year. And I think, Lele, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth here. But I think what you're looking for is a repeat of what we've seen in the past. Every time this stock spikes up, it comes right back in. I mean, without exception. We're going. We're back in 2019 right now. I have not seen an exception to this rule yet. Shout it out if you see it, Jonathan. Every time this stock spikes, it comes right back in. I think Layla is right on with her plan. All right. Yeah, that's that's what we love right. to trade there. Repeat yeah. setups. You know, I, I for me, here's the thing. For me, when it comes to shorting, I've I've just never been good at it. Um, obviously the the whole thing about exposing yourself to unlimited risk that's one aspect of it but i've never really been able to make it work so when i look at something like this i think yeah this is this is almost certainly going to come back in today the question is when right do you short it right at the open do you wait for 10 30 11 o'clock i don't know the answer to that uh, i'm sure she's she's working on figuring that out so um it's got some serious resistance above it um i for me shorting is just not my thing man i've, I've never been able to be profitable it it, it toys with my emotions different than going long it takes me out of my comfort zone and it it forces unforced errors to borrow a, a tennis term and so i just kind of eliminate it I, I eliminate it from what i'm trying to do and i stick to what's successful so uh, i'm not going to short this however taking a look at this chart and knowing the history of this particular stock i think that's a solid plan uh, i think she's gonna i think she's gonna crush that Cool. It looks like uh, we broke a story this morning on AMPE, Ampio Pharmaceuticals. It looks like we had an exclusive on, uh, let's see here. It's a COVID-19. Uh, it's a phase two study of an inhaled formula for COVID-19 distress. Um, so obviously it's still got that that magic COVID-19 hot hot phrase there and it's up six percent this morning so 
Uh, we'll see what happens after the open. Yeah, you know, and these COVID headlines, Jonathan, to your point, I think these COVID headlines are going to be around uh, for a little bit. By the way, so looking at this on the daily chart here, we are definitely running up into some near-term resistance here at two. So I know we're up already 15 cents, up 8.5% here. Uh, <clears throat> looks like we're running into a resistance level pretty soon. Uh, let's We can take a look at this. I'm actually going to pass on this. I don't think I'm going to trade this one around the open, uh, but this could definitely provide a trade later on in the day. Always look to the left, folks. Always look to the left. Now, if we snap this, I think we could probably start going after some of these highs. Maybe not today. We'll see. Um, looks like that trend is has been broken already. Yeah, we're kind of already trading sideways out of that trend. So uh, not, this is... We'll see if there's any, you know, like exclusive information that's actually broken here. Um, could, could be one to watch. By the way, nice, nice little shout out again to our, we have a workspace that I made an instructional video for on how you can capture all of this. So whether or not this works out today, we are going to be doing more exclusive interviews in the past. And we've had a lot of, of, of interviews that have really caused the stocks to move. So if you want to be able to capture that, be sure to set up a workspace designed to do so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you look, this is a great example because we had the exclusive 15 minutes before the press release came out. So pretty much all of that move was from the exclusive. Okay. You know? awesome. so, so, you know, just a quick, it's a simple reminder, right? Just set those alerts for those exclusives from Benzinga. It's one of the main value ads you get from our service. So you should just follow it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. I, I I love how you're borrowing the Nike slogan there, but I think that you're spot on, Jonathan. By the way, uh, so a match group. This was a Mitch pick from last Friday. Uh, I see I see Mitch in the chat now doing doing his victory lap. Um, I gotta say, uh, Mitch, this is a great call, right? This is a, this is a great call. We are up what 15 points uh, since you actually called this uh, last Friday. 15 points in a week. I mean, that's that's some nice performance, my man. Great call on this. You still long? What did you do with this? Let's go. Mitch is always on top of it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Money Mitch, man. He knows what he's doing. Mitch has got a real – by the way, Mitch really knows baseball too. So uh, you're, you're a baseball fan. Hit Mitch up. He knows his stuff. He's a real uh, good fantasy player too, by the way. Uh, call it for our Money Mitch team. You got it, my man. You got it. See, see someone's looking at Roblox. Um, RBLX. All right. So I also heard on the on the pre-market prep, uh, Dennis was talking about, you know, recently people have been coming back into tech. We talked about that quite a bit on the happy hour. Um, really, we, I see risk on for tech for the rest of the second half of the year here. Uh, I think that that pretty much goes without saying. Um, Roblox, this is, I don't actually play any game uh, from Roblox, but from what I understand, this is a monster. A lot of the, a lot of the younger folks actually like this microtransactions in some of these games. So um, I definitely see this as kind of like a, a nice, a nice play here. Now, as far as it's doing today, it looks like we're really kind of buttoned up against yesterday's high. It looks like it really wants to take that out today. It'll be interesting to see what happens if we actually do take that out today. Looking to the left here, we, we look like we're at a former uh, support resistance line and i bet if we take that out you know uh 90 91 definitely possible today uh on, on roblox let's see is there was there any news or anything on that today anything fresh today no just kind of a rebound after earnings Got it. yeah and then people talking about uh, uh tesla what else was in here and nike after their earnings yeah okay so um with as far as nike goes um i, I hate to even you know I hate to even say this. Who buys Nike anymore? 
I mean, I haven't. But <laughs> yeah, me either. Me either. Now the market obviously really, really likes this. this is a huge beat. Um, uh, you said this was from earnings. Thank you, sure I have to come report better than expected Q4 EPS and sales results. Top and bottom line beat. Company also reported it saw 141% growth in wow. North American sales. Someone's buying them. It's not you and I, Jonathan, but someone's buying them. And that kind of growth is unbelievable. Um, Holy smoke. So this is a nice play. I'm actually not going to play. I'm not going to chase this candle right after earnings. However, looking at the chart, we have a nice floating island formation setting up here. If you followed, um, if you followed any type of technical uh, formation like this in the past, you know that these for the most part uh, resolve to the upside. So um, Nike now, this might be a trade next week uh, as we kind of put in a high and then trade back in to hold that island. I think then in the next move up would be the one to take advantage of. You could actually do that really well with options as well in this name. So um, I don't buy the shoes anymore. I do love Jordans. I don't buy the shoes anymore, but I would be interested in the stock if we do actually complete this floating island formation here over the next couple of days. Rock says three stripes for life. We have an Adidas fan, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, with 10 minutes left here, um, I think maybe, can we go back over your watch list and then just walk through step by step in a little more detail what exactly we're looking for if it breaks through these resistance levels and then, you know, where you would set, where you would expect to exit or have a stop. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start first with the three names that we got from the overnight scan that I run. And again, that scan is basically just volume to make sure that the stock that I'm looking for is liquid and I'm going to be able to get in and out of it. It's going to be a relative volume over one and a half. I want to know where the, the volume surges, where the interest is. And then any type of price filter that you might have. I actually uh, kept these under 10 for this scan. Those seem to be the stocks that are really kind of putting in these crazy moves. So if I'm going to day trade something, I want to try to get as much bang for the buck as I can. So I went with some of these lower lower price stocks, but I didn't go too low. Prague with the lowest one today, 367 uh, price. So what I did here, uh, I'm basically looking for a area that is possible to get taken out. And I'm hoping that it is a resistance area that gets taken out on volume. Because the reality is, is that if you have a really tough resistance area or wall, and that gets taken out on volume, there's a potential to actually run past that. In some cases, with some of these lower price stocks, that could be 5, 10, 15 cents, which makes for an excellent scalp trade. In other cases, sometimes these things go absolutely bonkers and trade one, two, three hundred percent above when they actually break that resistance level. So uh, it all depends on, on on the eyeballs that are on it. Who else is trading it? What I try to do is I try to find the area where the odds are going to be in my favor the most, where the risk reward is the best. And in some cases, that's not necessarily buying it at the dead bottom. It's knowing that hey, if I buy it here. What happens next? If the stock comes right back in after I buy it, you know what? We're probably going to have to cut that and look for something else. The trade's not working. If the trade continues the way I anticipated, great. Now all we're doing is we're looking for an exit and we're looking to put profits in our pocket. So this is a, a pretty pretty simple setup. Now on ACBA here, uh, what I did was I basically looked at the daily chart first. 
All right. And I look for some really key levels. So one of the key levels you can see that that recently we're kind of pushing uh, off of, of this of this bottom. We kind of had a nice little rounded bottom here. And now we're starting to push and we're starting to do that on volume. So this is interesting to me. So when I'm when I'm looking at this, I mean, this looks like a, a pretty big run to kind of take out this this last peak. You know, now that I'm looking at this, Jonathan, maybe we should add another line kind of right in here um, just to kind of split that because there might be a a price battle on the way to 515 if we do in fact go that way. So I'm looking at this daily chart and this chart right here is juicy. This looks like something could happen today. It doesn't mean that it's going to, but that it could. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to take a look at some of these recent levels that this stock was at uh, and see what I can what I can determine. Here's the other thing. And notice that two days ago, we had this really, really huge volume stick. We haven't seen anything like that since then. Now that price is 365. So we're, we're, we're ahead of that. That's important to note. Uh, I don't, I, I think that this buyer probably knew something or probably had some type of trade plan where this is going higher. The problem is we don't know what that plan is. We don't know where this is going to stop. Um, however, th this is one of the reasons that it actually came up on that scan to begin with. So I just want to kind of know what happened and keep that in the back of my mind. Today, I'm marking off these levels that are that were uh, put in yesterday by this stock. If this really kind of sells off to you know 390 and kind of pushes back down here, I might look for a different stock to trade. Um, it might just be too much of a sell-off right out the open uh, for me to actually trade that. But in the meantime, we're going to watch these levels, right? We're going to try to buy on support and sell on resistance. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, well, that's just what I was going to reiterate was you're looking for it to bounce off of the 412, 410, 406, and then move back on up on heavy bull volume. Yeah, absolutely. And ideally, Jonathan, what I'd like to get is I'd like to actually trade down to 406, right? Because then I can actually scale out as we start to eclipse some of these other levels here, really kind of ensuring that I stay in profit. So um, that that's how it goes with Aqua. We spent a, probably a little too much time here. Cody, this one really seems to be nice too. I mean, look at these past couple of days, just tons of buying volume. I don't, I don't know that that really dries up. So let's see what happens. What I'd like to see is since this is up, um, you know, a, a pretty much a dollar from, from Wednesday, I'd like to see this come back in a little bit, hold, and then try to make another up move. That's what I'm going to try to capture on Cody here. Again, that came from your relative volume scan. You can see it right here in the, uh, in the volume sticks. Uh, last one here is Prague. Now, Prague's probably the one that I'm looking for the most because it's going to be as a, a, the, one of the easier ones to trade. And I use that term easy, really loose. Um, basically, Prague on huge volume yesterday, put in a high at 374, came back in, uh, you know, kind of back and forth, did try to go back up towards that high, couldn't really get there yesterday, tried again in the after hours and couldn't quite get there, but we actually held that into the pre-market session today. So I suspect we take attempt number two to snap this 374. If we get that, I think you get a good 10 cents here on a scalp. This is my primary target uh, right now, I would say, Prague. Now, as far as Torchlight, th these were the ones that we did in Movers, right? So let's actually do them again. Let's actually do the lines again together. Um, I'm going to move through it really quickly, uh, but please understand this is very, very simple to do. I just am selecting the horizontal line tool from the drawing tools menu on the left, and I'm just plopping them down on the chart where I see what looks like either a support or a resistance level. And I'm going to start with the near-term ones first because those are the levels that are going to be in play first, All right? So I'm just marking off these candles. I got one more here to do. 
and then maybe we'll want to mark yesterday's high because if that gets in play today, that's going to be that's going to be an important level. Now let's again, as always, let's take a look to the left and see if there's anything else that we can see. Okay, it looks like we've got a lot of the levels uh, in here that we really need to pay attention to. One of the other ones might be in here. I don't know, not sure we get that high today, but but let's see. Um, okay, so here are our levels. You can see exactly how easy that was to do. That took me, what, a minute, minute and a half? Something like that, really not, not long at all. Uh, we're gonna do the same thing here on, on peers real quick. Um, I see that people are asking for my thoughts on AMC. My thoughts on AMC is that it's junk and that it should be sold and that it's way too high. So uh, sorry, I'm not I'm not one of the meme traders. I don't have diamond hands. I'm not part of that entire crowd. Um, take it for what it's worth. I'd be happy to be wrong on that. Uh, okay, here we go. So with peers, we're doing the exact same thing. I'm just kind of marking off these levels. We're gonna take another really quick look to the left. Up, oh, looks like I got all of the real important ones. Maybe this one right here in case we really take off. All right, we're done with peers. Let's go on to space now. Start with the with an intraday chart. Let's kind of just mark these levels off. Am I getting killed in the chat? Nope. Okay, good. Sweet. I'm looking at some dividends. There's a lot of dividend questions, so I'm just doing a little setup here. Okay, awesome. We're going to do the same thing here. We are going to look to the left. Look to the left. Looking good. Looking good. Okay, let's zoom back in here. I see more people shouting out uh, more stocks. I've got I've got my watch list, folks. This is what we're looking at. Let's take a look. I want to I do want to take a look at IKNX real quick and see what's going on here. A lot of people seem to be talking about it. Ah, okay. This this thing's really this thing definitely gapping up nice. Let's see what kind of float. Super low float. This is not gonna. This is just not gonna work. Uh, just because of the float for me, folks. Uh, that's just not part of my trading plan. Been burned before. Uh, if you if you're hammering low floats and you're successful, more power to you. Uh, go at it. Uh, but I'm probably not gonna trade this. Let's take a look at Prague. Let me check my phone before the market opens here. Sorry, man. We got we got a crunch for time today. No worries. I mean, this is our this is our second time doing this trading live, right? <laughs> so. Uh... Still, uh, still getting used to the balance here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I will say we do have a dividend calendar. So people are asking, hey, how do you find out uh, about the Torch dividend and Webull? Uh, where was it? You know, there's a bunch of other questions. So we actually have the, uh, the dividend calendar with the, the X date, the distribution date, all that good stuff. And you can look up any ticker inside of Benzinga Pro and go to the calendar tab. So you can see all of that right there inside of Benzinga Pro. Um, I don't know offhand where you'd find that on some of the other platforms, but you go to the calendar tab inside of the details tool on Benzinga Pro for specific uh, companies. All right, there is our opening bell. Let's take a look and see what we got, Jonathan. Let's see what we got. Three fifty-two. Also, your daily pivot here on Prague. So I don't see that moving. Let's take a look at space. Space coming back in. Forty-three, or excuse me, forty-seven thirty-three looks to be the first potential buy spot in terms of uh, support and resistance. There, here it comes. Looks like it up. Oh, let me zoom in here, make it a little bit easier to see. Look, that was that happened fast, right? We didn't quite get there, but man, we bounced off that. That's already up over a point on that bounce. 
Uh, we're going to check back in on space. No position there. Uh, that moved pretty quickly. Piers, here we go. So we started right at 489. I think 460 is next here. Um, maybe you catch a little bit of a bid around 470. Not sure that we're going to kind of wait this out. Jonathan, shout it out if you see anything. Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, OSMT is battling around four. I think it's going to crash down. Uh, it might bounce around 460. We'll just wait to see that there. Space now came into its 4733. Boy, I got dyslexia today. I cannot get this done. Uh, 4733 looks like it's holding here. And it looks like this is going to actually break down. Oh, no. No, here we go. We're bouncing. We are bouncing. Man, this, it, I'll tell you what, this might be in play all day, Jonathan. We, we might not have to just play this right out of the open. We might be able to play this all day today. Let's take a look and see what the options are doing. Torchlight is moving on up 510 right now. Oh, yeah. We didn't really come into that support bummer here. Now, if we snap 513, 525 could be on deck. We'll see if this can hold up. Okay, seller wall on Prague at 369, by the way. So that's that's your 370 here. It'll be interesting to see if this gets hit. I'm going to keep this on watch. Let's go back to Torchlight here. All right, they're on that wall on Prague. Oh, man, Jonathan, I, I do want to take this, but they're on that wall on Prague. Let me switch over to that because I'm kind of watching. We're watching Torchlight too, man. We're we're really we're, we got two we got two stocks here that we're kind of watching. Now, see with with Torchlight it, on this potential trade here, I would have taken this on the five thirteen. That's what I would have liked to have done. Um, we'll see if we actually hit five twenty five. No position. I didn't take this. I'm actually watching PROG. Uh, but it, uh, for this particular trade, since we didn't come into four ninety, might want to take that on a five thirteen snap. You're just hoping for a real quick ten twelve cents there. Haven't got it yet. Uh, and then now, now we're kind of failing. So that's actually, this is actually a really good uh, lesson here. This is one of the reasons why I prefer to take trades that come into support first, instead of uh, trades that are um, trying to just snap a particular level. Yeah. I mean, pretty much every time we talk, Ryan, uh, you're always you're like, that's just what you're comfortable with. That's your plan just to wait for it to come to you to get a good entry and then to, to bounce up off of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it did run from five bucks up to five twenty, but it was kind of a dice roll there. All right. I'm taking a look at wish. Oh man, my microphone's been muting on me. That's that's no good. All right. <clears throat> that's funny. The wish chart looked just like torch. That's interesting. Yeah. And there goes Prague. There goes Prague. I was too slow because I was dealing with my damn microphone. 
Oh man, is that frustrating? Totally snapped 370 fast. Now it really hasn't run yet, so um, I don't want to chase though. Damn it! Damn it! Technology. God, that makes me so upset. I had this. I had this pegged. We've only, we only have five cents. It's not as if I missed a huge runner here. But man, I had that plan pegged. Took it off my screen for a second, and it hit. Oh, is that frustrating? And here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this, we're going to try to turn this into a lesson here. That is super, super frustrating. I'm sitting here watching this plan materialize, not in it. Um, what I will say, though, is that be really careful when this happens, because I'm telling you right now, I am fighting the urge to slap that 377, and we're seven cents over my buy point. Could it go further? Yes, it could. But uh, and here it goes. So it's just, oh, man, that is so frustrating, Jonathan. That is so frustrating. This is the type of thing that you're going to deal with as a trader. So you might as well be prepared and and and, and get ready to, you know, to deal with that. Because the last thing that you want to do is really make it even more difficult for you. Uh, looks like we've got some resistance here at 380. That was taken out. Still volume coming into this name. See, this is exactly. And so let, let's examine the setup here, right? Yesterday, we had gigantic volume that put this high in at 374. Today, we immediately attacked that. I mean, it took five minutes to attack that spot. We snapped it. So that entire cell wall that held up yesterday was removed today. Now, the next question is going to be, is this 374 going to act as support or is the stock going to come all the way back in? That we don't know yet. Um, little bit of a bummer here. Easy 10 cent scalp. Totally missed it due to the technology issue. <sighs> what a bummer. And what's, what I'm what I find interesting is that heavy volume yesterday came around ten o'clock. So and, you might get it again today. Yeah, possibly. And we we've talked in the past about how most institutions are trading more than fifteen minutes after the open. So yep. if you compare those volume bars today, these are retail traders. Yep. This morning, and then we'll kind of see what happens in a few minutes here when the big boys play. Um, and if it'll continue to push up. Uh, that's a that's a really good point, Jonathan. And I'm actually not going to take this one off my screen. So I got this one on my broker. I'm going to watch that because I think that that might happen again. Now we've actually put in a spot at 381 too, right? So if the machines come or if the institutions come, 381 is your next spot there. And if we take that out, on high volume, you could get another pop here today. Now, looking at space, Jonathan, this is the one. This is the one that we kind of called. Let's take a look at what at what happened here with these levels. This is why we draw these candles, folks. This is exactly it. Soon as space opened, we kind of, uh, as Dennis was saying, people are going to be selling it. A huge gap up. Anyone that was long yesterday is probably taking some profits. We came right into forty seven thirty three. This happened fast. We actually had this chart pulled up when this happened live. I'm not going to go out here and say that this was easy. This, this movement happened very, very quickly. And you can see it actually tested that 48.71 first, came back into 47.33, and then took 48.71 out and almost went to 49.48 to the penny. Looks like the top tick on that high candle was 49.42, off by six cents. Our levels were off by six cents. I'll take that on a $50 stock, Jonathan. That's really not bad at all. Uh, as soon as we ran into that resistance, we kind of bled back down here. Perfect example of how you can scalp a name that's got a whole bunch of activity in it. We identified a support and resistance area three, actually, uh, just by the chart today. We laid the plan out and it, and it hit. Obviously, uh, 
what was focused on a different one. You only have so many eyeballs, right? You can only put your focus in so many different spots. Yeah. Um, let's see. James says sold GLBS, took 15 cents. Um, taking a look at that there. And then Lele, AEI making that move. AEI was moving up. Ooh. This is one that we had not long ago, too. This so here so speaking of volume expansion so we got another potential one this would be one to watch throughout the rest of the day in fact I'm going to add this to my daily watches list because where is daily watches oh man they 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 really they they screwed me up Jonathan when they alphabetized one list and not the other alphabetized not alphabetized alphabetized anyway okay uh, um, I'll, I'll withhold my yeah no it, it's cool. Cody may be getting ready. Thank you for the spot. Super duper Hasid farm boy. Hope I got that. Lele with the eyes. Uh, yes, she does. Lele does have the eyes. She was nailing it yesterday. Okay, so here's so with Cody. So Cody, this was this was added from the overnight scan that we did. Um, so again, what I was looking for here is relative volume because I'm hoping that the recent high gets taken out on volume. That's going to be my entry trigger, right? And so what we have here is instead of this, act, this was like the reverse of Prague, right? So as soon as Prague opened, we attacked that resistance area and we snapped it. Uh, it's come back in now, but let's see. It looks like it might be turning around. We'll, we'll come back to this. We attacked that resistance area and snapped it on Prague. Cody, we have the opposite type of trading action here. We actually came back into a support. Now, interestingly enough, this wasn't yesterday's lows, but this was the first area where it started to flag. We came right back into that area and we've bounced off of it pretty good. We're 10 cents, uh, nine cents now um, above that area. So it'd be interesting to see if this holds. Uh, I would say if this holds and we start creeping back towards some of these higher levels, I would say that 956 is in play right now. Feels a little heavy. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm trying to take a look uh -oh. at the chat too. FRX from the past few days. I'm looking at the five minute chart now. All right. So it's moving up again, but that daily past three days have been huge. Randall in the chat says, Ryan talks like he's doing meth. Bro, the <laughs> opening is a crazy time, man. The opening is a crazy time. <laughs> and and so, okay, so Mitch was talking about CCIV. This was, this was a, a I actually really like this. Uh, I like the car. I think that's what it is, really. It's just biased from the car. Really, really like the car. I, I think it looks so much better than Tesla. I think everything about it looks better than Tesla. I've never really driven the two of them, so I can't speak to that. But in terms of looks, I think, uh, you know, the, the Lucid Motors car just slaps Tesla around like a child, uh, just crazy. However, the stock really, really struggling. The pipe at 15 really killed this thing. I mean, there was so much mo behind this name and then to be able to get private equity in at $15 really kind of killed it. Nice to see it find, find a base here. I think one of the things that we're looking for here in terms of a swing trade is we're actually looking for this to take out this high here, about 28 bucks. Let me actually uh, adjust this and make it a little bit more accurate. Yeah, 28 bucks. So it looks like we, we tried to take this out before, met some resistance there. If we snap 28 here, this would be a nice swing long, probably towards 40, uh, maybe 35 for to get some initial resistance. So, and actually, this has pretty good options too, doesn't it? Space looking a little heavy, by the way, after that initial trade. Um, options here. Yeah, these, these, oh, yeah. This is that I would absolutely use, uh, use options to play this name. 
tons of tons of liquidity, tons of open interest in multiple expirations and multiple strikes. Yeah, for sure. That's that's what I'm that will, that's what we we're looking for here on CCIV. Uh, looking a little heavy though. So let's see what happens. I think that this was. I think Mitch Mitch liked this one too, right? I don't know if we've got any context on it. Let me see if I can really quickly find that. Um, okay, so the catalyst lucid dreamers have been waiting for. Churchill Capital sets the lucid deal vote for July 22nd. Okay, here comes the rocket. Um, all right, so so I'd like to get the I'd like to get the entire trade plan uh, from Mitch out of that. Um, Working on it as we speak. Hey, there <laughs> hey. So tell me about what, what's what's your hope here with this, Mitch? So right now I'm looking for like a, a red to green move. So it's tried to support multiple times. This would be the third test on the one minute scale. So really what I'm looking at, the pre-market support um, kind of near that 822 period, 833. You see this uh, 2534 is right now that it's bouncing off of. That's yep. what's getting me interested because what happens is a lot of the times the day traders get washed out right at the open. Right. It comes back down towards that five minute support. And then I like to do the red to green buy because at least I have the next support right underneath it to consider my risk. Sweet. Sweet. I love that trade plan. And I, it, it seems like you're doing something very similar, right? You're looking for some of those pre-market support and resistance areas, and then you're trading against those or, or trying to capture those. Is that accurate? Uh, maybe he Accurate us. enough to where I just got my first buy-in. <laughs> ah, he's trading. He's trading. Way to go, my man. Way to go. Yeah, just full disclosure. I just got in a little bit, starting to size in a little bit. Looking for a move closer down towards 2510. I'll size in towards that, and that'll gotcha. be the risk right underneath it at 25. But it, right now, I'm just starting the starter, as you see in the pop off of that pre market support. So if I only get this small amount of shares to go up, I'll be okay with that. But if it does get me to size in, it's okay because I'm literally looking to size in as it comes down towards that level. And so that's gotcha. the plan. So at least the emotions stay tight and focused on the risk and return. And uh, real quickly, we're going to revisit the, the trade that I had pegged that I missed. This is why you do not chase. This is a graphical representation of why I sat there frustrated, not chasing the stock. Because if you do not hit your spots correctly and it reverses, now I'd be negative and I'd be negative. Uh, it wouldn't be, I'd actually only be negative about six cents, seven cents, but still, still, this is exactly why we don't chase. This is why I was frustrated. Uh, all right, let's check out Cody. Oh man, here we go. Here we go. There's definitely wow. some interest in here. So, so remember what we were talking about before. It was looking a little heavy. We were wondering if we could really kind of hold above this level. Not only did we do that, but we took out 940, right? So now we want to hold at 940. If we take out 949, I think it's on, man. I think it's on here. Let me go ahead and pull this one up in my broker. Prague moving to the back. Cody in full force now here today. I don't. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say full force because that's actually a in force is actually a strat term and that's not accurate right now. I want to represent uh, represent the strat accurately here. Okay, so I'm kind of waiting here um, using the support and resistance method. Uh, I'd actually like for a little bit of an interim pullback towards 940 before actually loading up here. We'll see if I get it. I may not. Um, I, I may not. It's usually. Uh, smash that like for Ryan and Jenna. Okay. Uh, hey, Ryan. Looks like EMPH from yesterday. Roman. Roman. What, nice to see you again, Roman. Roman is uh, 
joins our happiness. Oh my God, Ian Page from yesterday. You're exactly right. What did we say yesterday, Roman? What did we say on this, right? When we were drawing these, we'd like to see it break above this level. So not so not only did it break above that level, it gapped above that level. And boy, is it moving. And we've got some volume in there. Real good, real good. So this is one of those, I said, that, I said yesterday on the happy hour when we were discussing this, that the solars, uh, there's something going on there. I think we're early. You're on mute. Yeah, his microphone is giving him the lovely works. Um, Dude, I Ryan, don't I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll give you some solar names that most people don't know about. Look at Beam, B-E-E-M. Oh. Most people don't know about this one. This is going to be uh, an addition to the Russell today. So looking to see if this one can continue. Um, and I'll just name, I'll just throw out some solar stocks. So, so hold so. on a sec. Hold, hold on a sec. This yeah. was one I was trading before the ticker change. Oh, what you know it. Before this? I do know this one. What's the I'm ticker surprised. I, I, honestly, I found this one. So you, you got to inform me, Ryan. Looks yeah, like you okay. know more than me. No, no. It was EVSI, I think, right? EVSI. Let me see. Oh, you were trading that like crazy. Yep. Yeah. And we don't, and that's, that, that was it. Let me, let me, you, let me actually look that up off screen here. I'm, I'm 99% certain this was EVSI traded this in the past. I was definitely early because man, it wasn't $40 and it wasn't being added to the Russell. You said Russell Mitch. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yes. And then, I'll and put then, the list in the chat for anyone that wants to need that, that needs that Russell list. Nice. So my browser is losing connection to the mic. Interesting. I wonder what's going on there. Maybe I'll, okay, whatever. Um, so the the stock that I was uh, tipped off about yesterday was Run. Uh, a real, real smart trader that I trust a lot said he was seeing some stuff in Run and started to build his position yesterday. Uh, now we're seeing it today. It uh, looks like Jeff shouted that out in the chat. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Tan would be, I think, another one. This is the solar ETF, right? This is the one that, that Jonathan, remember remember the, the unusual options trade that we highlighted for a couple of weeks in Tan? That was a nice one. Yeah. That was a nice one. Yeah, that was back here. That was wow. back here. We traded this little move. And you can see that that move was kind of short-lived. But now the next, this was the big move that I was hoping for. We actually didn't get it when I bought those first set of options. Looks like we might be getting it now. I'm telling you, man, solar's look hot. Good call, Mitch. And FRX, man. Um, yeah, that one's going to be uh, turning over to body, the ticker body soon. And so that one's, uh, I think you, you're, what we're seeing is also, that's why I brought up the CCIV vote date announcement. Things like this is really starting to affect SPACs. So you got to keep on watch yeah. whenever you get vote announcements or the switch over to the next ticker. Yeah. Blind Trader. Nice to see you, my man. Good morning. Happy Friday. Uh, Webcoin says beam, no volume. Beam, that was a low float. Uh, that was a, a, a low float uh, solar play. So yeah, volume might be low until some buyers really step in there. I, I can throw out some other solar names here. Max sure. N. Max N's a one that definitely keep on watch. This is one that I've had at 17. Kind of mad that I sold it, you know, of course. But uh, Ooh, this this one though, nice looking chart here though, Mitch. Nice, yeah, I like nice it. Looking, I think the bottom's in. I, I agree with you. Uh, you can look at Soul, S-O-L. That's another one. Kind of a, a later laggard move, starting to just move. Um, so keep your eyes on that one. But definitely the leaders, ENPH, like you like you showed a little bit earlier, Enphase. Yeah. Um, First Solar is another good one, but it gapped up a, a significant amount on the news yesterday. Um, we'll see if it continues to run. Now, a lot of this has to do with that Biden talk, right, Brian? Yeah. 
you heard about the solar kind of yep. taking kind of that battle with China. So I think, you know, you're starting to see who, who's going to win in solar, right? I mean, Chinese has always kind of won before this. Now can the U.S. really step up, really start making solar panels, getting the materials they need to kind of continue to go into the EV world, right? I mean, this yeah. is kind of the generational play. Yeah. And like I was saying before, I think that we're real early in that, right? I think that we're really, really early in that first, second inning, Mitch, to borrow the baseball term. So mm -hmm. I think there's going to be plenty of, uh, I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity in here right now. Ooh. Definitely EMPH seems like a leader. Look at CCIV started to take off. Uh, looks yeah, like I'll only get my starter in. <laughs> it didn't come back down and test the low on the one minute. So I'll just leave that in there. And that's, that's yeah, the way I do it, guys. Absolutely. Love the discipline, Mitch. Love the discipline. I just had a lesson on not chasing. So great to hear you uh, to hear you say the same thing. It, it sucks because, you know, sometimes it you sucks. do want to add, but yeah. it, you, you have to respect your entries. Right. Thank if you, you don't respect it, that's when you start seeing yourself get chopped out in the middle like a pig. And I, yeah. I always say either be a bear or a bull. It's the one in the middle that gets caught all the time. And, and that's what I don't like to be. And so, so when when people are talking about adding to your winners, um, would that would that be more applicable for you guys on a swing trade instead of Absolutely. a day trade? That's Absolutely. really the difference there. Absolutely, Jonathan, you really hit it right on the head with that. Adding to winners is something that you're doing over a longer time frame. Um, you can do that if you have a process for it on a day trade. In my experience, though, when I'm day trading, I'm looking to get out quickly. An ideal day trade for me is one that I'm in for less than a minute. And so if I'm in a trade for less than a minute, it's not likely I'm going to be adding to that as it continues to go up. I'm going to be waiting for my exit. It's just about the thought process at that point. Adding to winners means that you're at, especially if it's a swing trade, means that you're adding to a plan that is working. So the only thing to actually consider when you add is how does this change your risk profile? If this trade starts to go against you, what are you going to do in order to protect your profits and ultimately your portfolio? I, I like Richard's uh, comment there. Don't don't get slaughtered. Richard knows his stuff. <laughs> Richard knows his stuff. He's right on with that. And then Aaron saying, looking like a cup and handle on SLGG. I know you were in SLGG before. I still am. Um, so, so real quickly, the full disclosure of my last trade, I was an SLGG sub two of a 193 cost basis, ended up selling it right shy at 10. So we looked at a pretty huge trade there on, on this huge move up. Uh, as it started to come back down, I started to add around the eight handle. My price right now is 725. So I'm considerably underwater. Uh, let me go back to what that was looking like a cup and handle on SLGG. So this is what he's talking about here, which means that next move should be a nice little bounce there. Was out at 620, got back in at 498 on an uptrend now, looking for it to return to pre pandemic levels at eight. Okay, Aaron, looks like you traded that really well. You did a better job than I did on your second leg. Congratulations. Hats off to you. I like what you're looking at here. I agree. I think that if we kind of take out this level here, especially if we take that out on volume, next stop is almost certainly eight. Uh, I, I think that eventually the stock is going to be a double digit stock. The reality is, is that the CEO right now loves to spend money. Um, so we're all, especially on days after it trades up, we are in fact, um, looking out for an offering, right? We want to hope that that doesn't happen. So if the, we get, if we get a nice pop on this, uh, next time that might be something to consider. I was definitely in this for the long, for the long term. I actually really like this company. I like the CEO, despite her wanting to spend money. I actually really like her. I think she does a great job. So. Let me go and go into the chat. 
I'm mute again. It looks like uh, IKNX that came up a bunch earlier. Um, you back on? Yeah, there we go. You're back. Yeah. So 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 here's the thing on IKNX. This is this is a really sweet gap. All right. So if you're in this, awesome. Uh, really really sweet gap up there. Um, however, if we're trying to trade this today, where's the trade here? I don't really see it. We're kind of in no man's land until we come back into a support level here. Let's take a look at a five minute and see what we get. Yep. To me, there's just no trade here. Uh, I don't have an edge yet. Maybe if volume comes in and changes the picture, that's possible a little bit later. I just don't see it right now. All right, guys. Um, I actually have a meeting at 10 o'clock. I'm going to have to jump off a little bit early. Uh, I apologize for that. Good stuff today. Really, uh, my technical issues really need to get resolved. Caused me to miss this trade today. But it's better to miss a trade than to take a loss. Remember that. Um, and and also remember, don't chase. We had a nice little lesson here on don't chase. So uh, thanks, everybody. Unfortunately, I do have to call it a little early today. But do we have a producer back there? See if Mitch is still around. I'm still alive. Still alive. Spencer seems to, uh, he's a little busy at the moment, but. We can hang out. We can hang out. You, are you guys both got out of here? No, it's I, just I, me. I, I, I got to get to Ryan. Just Ryan? Okay, well, don't worry. I got Jonathan. Well, I'll be okay. Man. We'll miss you, Ryan, though. I'm going to miss you guys, too. Believe me, I wouldn't leave unless I had to. We, we enjoyed the excitement today. It, let, smash the like if you guys enjoyed the excitement from Ryan. Rewind that if you guys didn't see the open. And that's what it's all about, guys. We're, the, the transparency there. You guys can tell Ryan was really trying to trade. You guys saw the emotion. And that's what it's all about, really, at the open here with Ryan and Jonathan Mallard. Thank you guys for doing what you guys did today. I mean, Jonathan's going to stick around. Looks like Spencer can join up again also. Looks like awesome. Spencer's going to jump in. I, so. I'm, I'm always here, guys. I'm just lurking. Boom. I'm lurking. Exactly. He's lurking. Have a great weekend, yeah. folks. All right, take care, Ryan. Um, I think someone, was, what's up? Just someone was asking why SoFi is down. So oh, uh, so, so this is an interesting thing. Um, wait, who's that? Someone was asking that recently because somebody was asking that in the in a couple hours ago as well. Um, we, I believe, we have a headline. The headline itself is a little bit confusing. Okay. Um, what? So yeah, let me bring it up on the screen. Uh, and and again, I'm long so far. Uh, I, what, what I think this headline is saying is that um, there was a filing out this morning. The filing itself, there was an, a filing out, and there was like nothing in it, right? It was basically like an empty filing. Um, but what I think the filing implies is that uh, there is a lockup expiration for the pipe investors and in SoFi on Monday. Okay, so for executives, insiders. Oh, wait, you know, let's just read the headline. All right. Rather than me just go off memory, let's just read the damn headline together. Okay. Uh, A27, right? SoFi shares down 4% in pre market session. Recent SCC filing shows notice of effectiveness of Form S1. That's what the filing was, is a notice of effectiveness. What does that even mean, though? Okay. Here's one at 932. Uh, we have a BC note on SoFi filing from this morning. It shows effectiveness for a conclusion of lockup period. Lockup set to expire on Monday, June 28th for shareholders who own more than 5% of the company and certain executives. This lockup does not apply to pipe investors. Uh, and then a minute later, uh, pipe investors were not subjected to lockup and were authorized to sell their shares after the May 28th merger completion. So and basically, there is a lockup for any shareholder that owns more than 5% of the company. Uh, and that lockup expiration is on Monday. That's what the filing said. It was a very confusing. 
Um, but good job by our news desk to, to interpret that. I did see SoFi last I checked was down about a buck. Um, I don't know. That, I'm sure it's not there now because that was a couple hours ago by this point. So let's pull up a chart and we can see. Uh, let's go to a 15 minute chart. Okay, so it's well, down more than down two bucks now. Okay. <laughs> um, so again, I am long SoFi, um, but that appears to be the. The news today is that there was a filing. I, um, let me show you guys the filing. It had nothing in it. Okay, um, here. Uh, this is in my Benthinga Pro news feed. I have a separate tab just for SEC filings and press releases, right? And come on, buddy. I don't know why it's loading. There, there you go. Today. There you go. Okay, so this is the filing, right? Six or six a.m. Right. This is it. This is the whole thing. <laughs> that is the whole thing. Notice of effectiveness. Okay, of their S one. That's all it said. So great job by our news desk to interpret what the hell this nothingness actually says, because it does say something. And we have it in the news feed right there in the, in the BZ wire. Okay. So that's the, uh, yeah, Chris Kachi was super helpful uh, with, with that. Uh, Chris, the guys on our news desk, uh, Charles, Brent, Bill, were all, I, I was, you know, watching them trying to like, you know, interpret that because it wasn't obvious, but anyway, uh, that's the news on so far this morning. So that's why it's down 7%. Geez, dear Lordy, two, I guess that's what $2 is, right? On a $21 stock. Um, someone bought someone bought 200 call contracts, uh, the August 20, $20 contracts, uh, 9.32. So that's interesting to me. Yeah, that could mean they're bullish or it could just mean they're short and they're hedging. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so this stuff, this thing's for me, right? As a SoFi shareholder, I don't, to be honest with you guys, I don't remember when I, Oh, look at, look at the daily. Ouchie. Ouchie. Um, uh, I don't remember when I, I mean, I'm sure I bought somewhere. Pff, I think I bought somewhere in this, in this area. So I'm down in SoFi now. Um, but I'm not, I have no intention of selling this thing. So uh, you shouldn't really, you should take what I say with a grain of salt because I'm kind of holding the crap out of this right now. Um, I'm not in this for a trade. So, I, you know. Um, is the desktop application you're using available to download? Well, even easier, Stephen. It's actually not an application. It's browser-based. Can you believe it? Pro.benzinga.com. Link is up on the bottom of the screen. I'll play it. I'll make it bigger. Yeah, you can get free access for two weeks. No credit card required. Just pro.benzinga.com. In your and then, uh And then actually, if it, if it works out well for you, we've got some crazy deals going on through the end of the month uh, for the essential plan or the new options mentorship bundle. Uh, so you can always reach out to me through that blue bubble in the bottom right corner of the platform or uh, give us a call. Or you can email Jonathan, and I'll tell you how to do that right now. You can email Jonathan at onboarding at Benzinga.com. And, and Ryan, too. Um, exactly. You email that, and like there's what, like a 50% chance one of you guys is going to respond? Maybe less than that. Maybe not 50% chance. Maybe. I mean, our, our team has grown, so, yeah. so yeah. You, okay. can get, you can get us. If you ask for us, then then they'll funnel it our way. But yeah. we got Mike, Joni, Joel, Arturo. <laughs> we okay. got lots of okay. So back in the day, there was a 50% chance that Mallory was going to respond, but those days are over, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll make time for sure. <laughs> Uh, there's the email again website pro.benzinga.com promo code has been going at the bottom of the screen for the, the, the last like hour or whatever so there it is um, so SoFi is what was asked about um, oh wait here's a good one before we move on 
Scruff McGuff. I have pro and I would love to learn how to leverage it to its max potential. What is the process of accomplishing this? Well, Scruff McGruff, I'm so glad you asked that question. Uh, there's a couple of things I could say. Number one, it, it, it can never hurt to email the onboarding, right? You can email them and be like, Hey guys, um, can I get like, uh, some, some tips and tricks, right? Um, that's one avenue. Uh, we also do very, and by we, I, I don't mean me, I mean, Jonathan does very frequent webinars. Um, Mallard, maybe you can enlighten the people about when these webinars happen and, and, and how to find them. See, for some reason, I don't think I can post it in the chat, but I'm posting in the private chat with you. Okay. The link, right, I'll, I'll put it in there. Uh, there we go. Just throw this into the YouTube chat. Okay. Uh, this is a direct link to my calendar for group demos. So usually it's like 10 to 25 people or so. Everyone can ask questions and we can just go through it. Some day trading setups, some swing trading setups. Uh, so honestly, that's probably the best way. Or you could always go to pro.benzinga.help if you want to see some of those past recordings. There we go. Link in chat. And you know what? Um, for those of you who are... I'll just I'll put it up on the screen there. Okay, so there is the link. It's a long, long ass link. Uh, it's, easy, it's easier to click on, right? Uh, but it's I, in the- I need to learn how to construct those links better in Calendly. But you know what? You know what I'm gonna do right now uh, in chat. Here, let me just do this real fast. I'm just gonna pin it. Okay, uh, I'll I'm gonna pin that link to the top of the chat so you guys can easily access it. Let me give me one second. Uh, there we go. So now it's pinned. Okay, so that's the link to Jonathan's personal calendar. And you can get a, a, a demo that way. Uh, and those those would be, you know, uh, um, Scruff McGruff asked, you know, how to learn how to really get the most out of the platform. That's what I would say um, is have somebody else walk you through it, right? Um, and then if needed, after you attend that, we could even do a one-on-one session. Yeah. Uh, we can do that too. I just don't give that link out to everybody in the public. Uh, but if we, we'll do whatever it takes to, to make it happen for you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Jordan, uh, sees a negative reaction to this, especially with SoFi having a lot of retail investors and being Chamath's back. Yeah. The crowd's turned against Chamath a little bit, but, um, I think we're, the further we get away from all the merger dates, Jordan, I think the more that all, the more that likelihood that all these individual SPACs or stocks trade in on their own and not all as one unit, um, I love like this, the I love SoFi as like a company, as a business. Forget the SPAC, forget Shamath, forget all that stuff, right? Um, do you like the business? I like the business. That's why I bought it. Um, okay, what else did you guys talk about? Um, well, I IKNX. It sounds like a super small one to me. Yeah, we were talking about IKNX yeah, earlier. Yeah. Okay, that um, may have been when I was planning for later on in the day. Yeah. Oh, what's going on there? Super slow. Um, here's my mover, my scanners tool. Oh, I mean, it's not on the screen. There it is. There's my scanners tool that I use every day, beginning at 9.30, ending at 4 o'clock during the market hours to get a feel for what's up and what's down. I do have some filters on. I do filter out the low-priced and the low-market-cap stocks because uh, I only want to get a feel for stocks that have some volume and are, are decently thick and and uh, so today, JKS jumps out to me. They had earnings this morning, did they not? Jinko Solar? I think they did. They did. Let's go to the details widget. Let's go to JKS. There is the chart. Let's go to the calendar. 
see the numbers. There you go, June 25th. That's today in the in the uh, pre-market session. They reported 15 cents earnings per share versus a two cent loss estimate. So they blew that number away. Revenue of 1.2 versus 1.1. So basically in line on the revenue, but a big earnings beat for Jinko Solar. So back to the chart we go, and we see it up seven percent, though off its highs of the session. Very nice day for JK. It's very nice, very interesting week for solar. Um there was the headline the other day about uh, tariffs on Chinese solar companies. That was good for the U.S. Uh, solars and bad for China, China obviously. And uh, JKS uh, sort of falling in here. I can even show you. If you don't know Jinko Solar, you don't know where it is. You don't know what kind of company. Um, information down there. This is a uh, Chinese company. So, um, yeah, there it is down up 7%. There we go. Steven asking, would you guys ever build an API to find support and resistance? We we definitely want to put that into our platform and then available for use even outside of the platform. Most of the other data that you see in here is available via API through a licensing department, but that doesn't come with a Benzinga Pro subscription. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely would like to build more tools, more and more and more. So it's as much of a one-stop shop as possible. So great question, Steve. Great, great, great question. Um, hey, Mellon, how long you wanna you wanna hang out with me for? I mean, uh, it's always a party hanging out with you, Spencer. I thought I was gonna be here till ten, but I, I'm just I just let it roll. You know, let it roll. Okay. Well, I I mean, I don't want I you know, I'm sure you have like demos and things. I don't, I don't want you to keep you, but it, but I would love for you to hang as long as you can. And um, but don't don't feel like you 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 got to stay because I know you've got other things going on. So well, let's see here. Uh, someone's asking about show me the pre market toggle. I can't find it. Uh, I think that's talking about the movers tool. Okay, so um, here we go. Uh, so yeah. let, let me just get rid of the newsfeed here. So uh, I have no actually let's undo that. So I have a whole tab. I I, I use different tabs right for every, for all different. I use tabs religiously. Um, that's how I organize my Benzinga Pro. I have a tab that I call to movers. And let me just get rid of the newsfeed there. So I have in in this movers tabs, I you know what? Let me close it all out for you. Um, this is just a basic page with nothing on it, right? I have I use the movers tool and I use it twice, okay? So there's one movers tool, and then, then I'm going here and add it again, right? Um, there's so I have two movers tools, right? And the first one, the one on the left. I have just for gainers and just pre-market. You, you, filter, you can filter by the top little menu there, right? I have gainers, I have pre-market, and I have the whole session, okay? Now I see every stock that is up in the pre-market. And on the right, I want my losers. Losers, pre-market, session, boom. I got my gainers on the left, my losers on the right. And this is what I use every single day. This is the very first thing that I look at in the morning when I come in um, just to see what's up and what's down. And then I can go to a newsfeed and see why. So um, OSMT, which looks like a really small one, heavy, heavy volume, probably some drug news. Oh, look at that. 654 this morning. They reported a deal with the Laura Farmer to sell their portfolio of legacy products and their manufacturing facility in Georgia for a $110 million upfront payment and maybe some more money later on. 
So OSMT is our top gainer, and there we have a headline. But this is how uh, this is what I use on the pre-market, right? Just to see what's up and what's down. You can also use this for the regular session. I just choose not to. Um, this is how I use it, and this is the um, this is I have it set just for the whole session. But you can change your time frame. You can look for just specific sectors. I I want the whole market. You can filter. I do usually do a filter. I'll filter out like low price stocks um, just because they're always going to be huge movers. So I'll just filter out the things that are below $5 because they don't really interest me. Um, and that's how I set up my movers tool every day. There's three questions I want to answer here. Thank you yep. for, for that, Spencer. That's a great way to set it up. Uh, number one is what time does it start picking up movement? 4 a.m. Yeah, if the market's open, it picks it up. <laughs> so when, when it's, things start moving at 4 a.m., you'll see it show up on the pre-market. Um, and and the, it measures the percent change there since the previous close, but it, you'll you'll see those uh, numbers appear at 4 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. And then uh, talking about oh, it looks like Imperia Fanatica was talking about the chart for trading view actually. Oh, so <laughs> in order to make that pre-market shading appear. I mean, you, you just kind of have to zoom in and it, de- it depends on your candle aggregation and the size of your screen if you just want to look at the pre-market. But there's a gear cog in the upper right corner. Uh, and if you click on that and then click on appearance, it's the session breaks checkbox. So if you click on it, it'll make it the shading appear. If you deselect it, it'll make it go away. So that's how you can make it look different. And then you can just zoom in or zoom out. Uh, however you want to. And then another question here from theater guy, am I wrong or a scanner at 10 seconds versus movers five minutes in the pre-market? You're basically right. The scanner is the movers tool on steroids. So faster time frames available, real time updates available, uh, one minute, you know, one minute volume, one minute change percent, all that good stuff. So, um, so Spencer, if you don't mind bringing up the scanner really quick, mm. I just want to show yeah. them the difference here between the two. Yeah. Um, so basically on the scanner, it might be hard for some of you to, I have to expand my screen so I can see what. All right. Here, you want me to zoom in? I'll, I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in for you. All right, cool. So anyways, at the top of the scanner, the first thing that I would point out is the presets it looks like it shifted down to the second row there. Um, so if you're looking for short-term volatility, you can click on five-minute movers. And it's looking at gainers and losers in the, in the past five minutes, moving at least 2%. It sets the market cap at a minimum of $2 billion and a minimum volume of 50,000 shares in the past five minutes. Notice how only one stock is showing up. So it's it's different because... Uh, stocks will go on or go off of this list as they meet those criteria within the rolling time frame. Now, what's cool here is you can adjust those presets. You click on filters at the top of the screen, and then you can change. All right, maybe I want to. Maybe I'm looking for small cap stocks. I can change that maximum to two billion, or maybe instead of a fifty thousand volume, I I can lower that. And then if you scroll down, you have all of these different change percent thresholds. So if you're looking to be really quick with your scalping, you could change it from 2% over the past five minutes 
to maybe one half of 1% within the past one minute or, or 0.7% in the past one minute. Let's make it um, 1% in, okay. the last, in the last one minute. That, okay. That's a big move, actually. No, half a percent in the last minute. Let's just see. Yeah. And there, I did it over there, not over there. So, all right. So, there. yeah, you can see you're getting a lot more moves here. And, and remember, remember, these could be stocks that are actually down for the day. Like you're seeing a lot of red tickers there, but they could be bouncing. So, mm -hmm. there's lots of different unique technical situations that you can scan for here. And very soon, you should find even more on there, like the short float relative volume uh we've got a lot up our sleeves here within the next few weeks this is a great feature and i'm going to be honest with you guys I, i've never utilized the preset before and i'm going to start right now i'll be honest with jonathan i i was using i was making my own filters and uh no presets are just, <laughs> presets are just way easier <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. It can be a little overwhelming if you're brand new. So that's why we made the presets. And then you can always adjust it. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you don't have to be locked in to those settings. Wait, I want to change changes to losers. There we go. All right. And overall gainers, overall losers. There you see space. And actually, and I've talked about this before. I prefer the change percent. I prefer this column. I'm sorry. No, wrong one. I prefer um, this column. Right, the change percent from the open. That's what I like to look at. Not the change percent from the previous close, because I know that there is a whole other world in the pre-market and after hour session that um, go, it goes into that, right? But change percent at the open is what I like to look at because I've 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 already seen what the pre-market moves were. I know that, you know, I, for space, for example, I know it was up huge this morning, right? So I see space up um you know what, 22% from the previous close, but all that move happened this morning, right? Let's let, let's pull up a space chart. That entire move happened this morning. Let me zoom out. Okay. Um, I would rather go and look at from the open, and now I can see okay, it's up a little bit, but it was also down for the day from the open for for a decent part of today's session so far, right? And that tells me more of what I want to know, right? So I much prefer to look at the change. Zoom back in. I much prefer to look at change percent from the open than I do, and I'm going to sort by that actually. Uh, than than I do from the previous close. That's just my personal feeling and um, preference. That then you it it sort of filters out all the crazy moves that already happened, right overnight. Those moves right. are that those moves are are, are done. We're, we're done with that. Right. That's good. So, like a, a good example would be, um, like, uh, maybe not. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find one that, uh, uh, yeah, actually, Jinko Solar is a great example. Jinko, okay, JKS. If you were going from the previous close, you would say, uh, oh, it's up. Um, I mean, obviously, it's up, right? Uh, whatever, eight uh, percent, right? Um, but it was down. It was actually down this morning at the pre-market. Right, it was down, so it, it opened lower today. So it's actually up more from the open than it was from the close, and that to me tells tells the full story. Absolutely. So yeah, you guys can see there's there's a lot of different ways you can filter this down to find the exact stocks you're looking for. Jeff, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad that 
Uh, we can give you a little bit more firepower on here. He says, I was hunting stocks with a pea shooter, BZ Pro's a bazooka. That's the goal. <laughs> Take out those stocks. And, uh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just here. Like I said, I'm here for the party, Spencer. What else do we have? Really, my plan was, so I, I had a couple options um, with things I wanted to do, maybe. Uh, one of them was just, just hang out with you guys. And, Jonathan, don't kill me, but I have been occasionally turning on the squawk for the people on YouTube. So they can oh, get, no, that's fine. Yeah. So they can get a feel for what Charles sounds like. So let me do that for you right now. My other plan, if you guys wanted, um, was I know that um, Dave Portnoy was 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 uh, in the news yesterday and he gave a viral interview. And I, I wanted to uh, to replay our interview that he did with Jason Raznick. Uh, but that was only if we sort of decided that we had enough fun uh, on the on the Benzinga Pro front. Um, so let me turn on. Um, to, I'm zoomed in too much, aren't I? Yeah. There we go. Let me turn on the squawk. Okay. And now we have Benzinga Charlie, aka Charles, aka OG Squawk Master, aka Squawk Master Flex, <laughs> and he will just squawk for a little bit. Um, whenever there is a headline that is worth that is squawk worthy. Um, if you haven't heard Charles, you can hear him in Benzinger Pro. You can hear him in Think or Swim on TD Ameritrade. Um, he's been squawking headlines for Benzinga for I don't know, like nine years. He's been squawking in general for like several decades. Um, and yeah, so this is one of the most uh most known features and loved features i would say of benzinger press so there was that i was gonna turn on the squawk and basically just watch the market with you guys and just see what's up what's down what are we trading um keeping an eye on movers right that's why i love this this scanner tool right because it's it's constantly updating right every few seconds exactly and then normally acxp accurate pharmaceuticals alpha trolley x-ray papa shares opening at five dollars ninety-five cents, IPO price at six dollars. Wait, that's Alpha Charlie X-ray Papa. Thank you, Alpha Charlie X-ray Papa. Wait, Alpha Charlie X-ray Papa. Thank you, Charles. Let's go to the chart. Oh, did it just open? It just opened. Look at that. Charles just squawked the opening in an IPO, which he does pretty much every day. Um, and again, the point is you shouldn't have to be glued to your your news. S H O O Sandy Hotel Oscar Oscar. Uh, Steve Madden share is uh, near the highs now, forty five thirty two. Hearing it's a new long idea from the Oxford Club being circulated now. That's S H O O. I don't even know what the Oxford Club is. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> I've no, I've never heard of that one before. W I S H uh, shares moving here, fourteen sixty. The Ooh. July $30 call sweep now on WISH, Context Logic. Share is moving higher on WISH, Whiskey India, Sandy Hotel. See, that's just three quick ideas Yeah, from Charles just there. Wish, uh, Shoe, and I, I already forget what the IPO was. <laughs> Wait, let's go to a news feed and see. What I think it was AXSC. Uh, maybe. Or let me go back. A no, it was A C X Alpha Charlie X Ray. Yeah, that's what it was. A C X P. Um, three quick ideas, right? 
And the point is, thank you, W.K. Harris. Uh, the the whole point is you, you shouldn't have to be glued to your pro screen to be able to catch ideas because obviously you, you've got charts, you've got your trading platform, you've got other things to look at, right? You can't be looking at the newsfeed all day. We we understand that. So his job is to bring ideas to your ears. And what I want to point out there is notice how he said that it was being circulated. Yeah. Like that's not even a headline. That's that's the fact that that this um, this information is being circulated by traders on various chat rooms. So like there's not even a headline for that yet. Um, so it's really valuable just to have that additional sentiment through the squawk. Yeah, great, great point, Jonathan. Um, he. But, uh, man, that's such a good point, right? So, like, digging into those words a little bit, right? Uh, 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 report being circulated, right? People are talking about a stock. We may not always have a headline for every single thing that Charlie squawks, right? He's not His job is not just to squawk headlines before they're being typed out. His job is to f- see what's being talked about in other places of the street and just... If, if he sees something, he says something, right? Um, and so you can just see it right there. We, I have the chart of Wish open, okay? And I have a news feed of it. And there's, you know, he beat, I, I'm not even sure if we're going to post a headline about it. Um, probably not, because it was just talked about as being, a, what, he was at, it was at the high of the day. He squawked about it being at the high of the day. That's, that's not headline worthy necessarily, but if you're trading it, it's certainly notable. Right. So there may not even be a headline about that. Yeah, so he, he could be, you know, he, he said something, I think, about unusual call volume. It could be on volume. It could be on a news item. It could yep. be on high of the day. Uh, and Or it could be an economic event that affects the entire market. Yep. So it's, uh, and we are, we are developing additional squawk feeds, but it's very hard to do what he does. So I mean, I, the, those decades of experience, having those connections, knowing which sources to follow, and then basically giving that to all of us on a silver platter. So hats off to you, Charlie. Thanks for what you do every day. Um, it's it's an awesome service. But we are we're trying to develop some additional fees like Squawk Options, Squawk Futures, etc. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yep. Um, great, great point there. Uh, yeah, Hector Garcia. Honestly, Hector's probably right. Squawk alone is worth the price of admission. Um, I think a lot of people would 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 MNMD Mind Medicine. The August two and a half call sweep now shares popping here. Michael November. Michael Delta. Just had this up earlier. Okay, so that was that that got squawked at it when it was at three sixty eight. Okay, that's that's about when it got swapped. Three sixty-eight. Let's just keep it on our screen here. Yeah, Mark. we'll see if that breaks this high. All right, let's zoom out and see if there's any actual. Uh... And look, there's the headline. Charles beat it by by thirty seconds. Um, not really seeing a lot on this chart. This is a year to date. Hmm. This was the one that uplisted, right? Yeah, you can see it. This is the one. They uplisted it. They were on the OTCQX, and they went to 
NASDAQ, and that was a sell the news event if I've ever seen one. So, um, Mark says Alpha's moving. When is Alpha not moving? Oh, man. Wait a minute. Yeah. Alpha's moving. You're right about that. This is a low float name. You got to be careful of that. Let's go back to a one-year. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I would never, never bet against a stock at all-time highs. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And that's where Alpha is right now. I agree with you. Poppable. Alf is crazy. All right. Looks like Jonathan Mallard is going to call it a uh, call it a day. That's totally fine. I know he's got things to do. Um, places to go. People to see. Demos to do. Calls to make. People to talk to. Pro to walk through. So you can always. Oh, he says he lost internet. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, we got to get you some better internet, man. What do you have? Short Comcast? Is that what we're... Uh, he's got to tell us what internet he has. So we can short that. Um, what would be my play for ALF? So personally, these aren't like... The stock is really my style. Um, I would find... Okay, let's just zoom. Let's go to a five-day. No, there, there, there is not. There's no, I, like, all right. So, like, if you had a gun to my head and say trade this thing right now, here's what I would do. I would zoom in. Okay, so we had a couple of. This is a one day chart. So we 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 had some congestion at like the seventeen dollar area. ATOS, Atosa Therapeutics, more call activity. October ten dollar call sweep. Alpha Tango, Oscar Sandy. ATOS. All right, so let, let's just do this. Let's just bring up a, a, a much larger chart of ALF, if I can, okay? Um, let's bring up the, you know, gun to my head, Spencer, you have to trade it. All right, let's bring up the view up. Um, I would, oh, look at that. Look at that view up. It does work. It, the view up trade does work. It's crazy how often that, that thing works. You wait for a stock to get down to the view up and then you, and then you, that's a buy signal right there. It's crazy how often that works. Get at or near it, right? Obviously it's not always exact. That's crazy. So that's what I would do. Wait for it. There's a Vitosa therapeutic spike into the highs $9.57 up 17.5% ATOS. That, 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 that's what I would do. Um uh okay. Here's an interesting question from Quebec. Any good water ETFs besides CGW? Yeah, what's the uh wow, there's what, what, what what's the what's the big one? Um, I'm I gotta look it up right now. Um PHO. PHO is the, is the largest water ETF by by assets, right? The Invesco one. Oh, let's get rid of the VWAP for that. PHO, Quebec. Um, 
I don't know. I don't really know how they've performed this year. I mean, you can see PHO right there. Here, let's just bring a few of them up. PHO, um, and let's put in FIW with that, and then CGW you mentioned. So, FIW, CGW, all super correlated. They all probably hold the game the same same damn stocks, honestly. Those are the three largest by assets. I don't know what the the expenses are on those things. Um, no, they're all about the same. <laughs> they're all pretty much the same. Um, those are the three large water ETFs, Quebec. What else? Do, 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 do. How do you add buy or sell? Okay, so Run Dewey Run's asking, how do you add buy or sell buttons to your charts? Um, this is actually not a feature that works at the moment. Um, if I click buy, I don't think anything. Yeah, nothing. This is just because I'm in like a, a beta version of Pro um, to answer that question. So those buttons, for the moment, they don't do anything. So I would say don't worry about that because they don't work right now. It's a beta thing. Um, what else? What else? What else? Theater guy got 50 cents on uh, on an uh, alpha at $18. Very nice. Very nice. Dude, I'm in the camp that trading is all about base hits, right? If you can just swing bunt, get a base hit every day, 10 times a day, great. You make 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 cents on a trade, great, right? Obviously, I'm talking about per share. Um, that's great, right? Can't be swinging for the fences every time. You'll just strike out. Um, and yeah, you know, the 19, that's Mike Wisdom saying 19. I mean, that's a common belief, right? In markets that whole numbers are back are magnets, whole numbers and half, uh, dollars are magnets, right? So 1850 came and went, we blew through it. Next logical number is the next whole number, which is $19. I mean, it's, it's, that's certainly logical. Looks like it wants to go there. Uh, thoughts on U-Haul. Oh my gosh. I always forget that this one is public. Always forget. I didn't even, I learned it was public for the first time. Like, like it must've been like a year ago that I learned that U-Haul was publicly traded. I had no idea. <laughs> STRR, Star Equity, uh, popping here on some volume. Sandy Tango, Romeo, Romeo. I'm just looking at U-Haul's earnings. Um, Isn't, I, I, I've heard stories. Wait, where was I? I've heard stories about um, people renting U-Hauls because they're cheaper to rent than like, you know, Avis or, or like rental cars like Hertz or Avis. Um, I mean, Charlie looks pretty damn great to me. I don't know what more there was to say about it. Obviously, it's down. A lot of these things were down uh, from January. There was, that was just silliness, right? But you've got a level to lean on on the weekly. You got two lows in the same area. I will lean. So, what 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 level was that? 
You got two lows. At, yeah, like 523 to 527. Or what were those two weekly lows? So the, you know, somewhere in the somewhere in that range. Call 525, call it even, right? Or split the difference. So I I, I would go long and then lean on those lean on those lows. I mean, it's a $500 stock, so these, you know, you, you got to give yourself some wiggle some wiggle room on a stock that that is $500. What else? Uh, how is space still going to the moon? Literally. Oh my goodness. This thing is, this thing. Wow. Wow. It's crazy how these things can go from out of favor to in favor, right? Just like that. We, we poo pooed this stock for so long on pre-market prep. Just poo pooed it. Um, yeah, theater guy says, wait, no, Scruff McGuff says he always says he sells a few cents before whole numbers. Yes, definitely. We talked about that this morning. If you want to rewind the stream, rewind the stream till about, um, uh, two, I don't know, two hours and 15 minutes ago. I think we talked about that. We talked about whole numbers. You always want to try to jump the queue. You always because like so Tesla is a great example, right? Tesla, everyone and their mother was like, oh, 700, it's going 700, 700 all day, every day, 700, 700, 700. All right. It was kind of obvious if you're looking at the chart. All right. Well, what happened yesterday? Where to get to? 695. It did not get to, it came close. I'm sorry, 697. It came close, but no cigar. You gotta give yourself some wiggle room. You gotta not rely so much. When, when I say lean on the number, I mean like, you know, jump ahead of it, right? Place your bid a smidge, uh, maybe a smidge above, or the offer a smidge below, right? Don't just lean. Don't don't think, oh, I'm waiting till it hits my number, because everyone knows that that number is in play. Um, Nike has dividends. Yes, Nike has. I believe Nike has dividends. I don't know. Let's let's check in the pro. Does Nike have a dividend? Yeah, yield is 08 percent, which is a little bit low compared to their peers. Um, what is our take on TSP? What is my take on TSP? Remind me what this. Uh, right, freight. I knew that. It's a growth play. The fact that it's held up when so many of these growth plays haven't, this was a SPAC, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Let's go to the news feed. Yeah. This was uh this was definitely a SPAC. So a lot of these SPACs have gotten punished. And this one is holding up relative to the rest of the of the SPAC trade. That's that's a great sign. I wouldn't bet against it. So you've got this sort of consolidation thing. You got this whatever this range was, what was that range, right? Uh fifty bucks to sixty-six. All right. Uh 
you've sort of been in this range for about two weeks, a little over a week, right? Just consolidating. That's good news. I like consolidation. I would root for more consolidation. Because the more the longer a stock consolidates, the more likely it is to just um the, the more likely if it breaks higher, it rips higher. Like serious rip higher. ALF Alfie shares at the highs nineteen eighty eight up fifty four percent. Alpha Lima Fox tried ALF. Oh my god, Brug Light this is really asking a great question. If you have Benzinga Pro, can we use Squawk on mobile? You know what? I almost want to ask somebody here because I don't know if nobody answered that question. Let me see if anyone knows. That's a great question, Brog. Hold on. I want to ask. Let me uh, real, real fast. All right. It does, turns out. Everyone's giving me crap for not knowing that. But yes, it does work on mobile. Brog, there's your answer. You can use Squawk on mobile. Um... Theater guy sold TSP for the third time around 59. Yeah, he's just theater guy is just trading the range, baby. Trade the range.com and TSP. That's it. What's my take on CRCT? Oh, God, this is not one that I know. I don't know this thing. Let's, let's educate myself. Um, what? So who, like, what is this? What is this? Like, is this like an Etsy thing? Is this similar to Etsy? I'm I'm trying to understand what the, what the company even does. Cause I don't even know. Anyway, not that that matters. I, I like to know what the company does before I, you know, give an opinion, but hard to argue with this, right? Let's go back to the newsfeed. Do we have any, uh, um. So it, it, they IPO'd at okay. The IPO price was twenty, and it opened below that. Oh, never a good sign. Never a good sign when you open below your IPO price. So open at sixteen. IPO to twenty, open at sixteen. All right. This is this is unusual, right? There are there are studies that, that have shown that like nine out of ten IPOs will will trade lower than their IPO price within the first twelve months. Okay. This one clearly not trading lower for right now. Um, I said earlier, I would never bet against the stock at all-time highs. And this one is at some kind of a resistance here. It looks like this, this is the only resistance that there is, right? Um, hard to, hard to you, you can't, yeah, look, the trend is your friend, right? This is, this is not that complicated, right? The trend is your friend. You have some resistance at 38, right? You got resistance right here, 38.89, 38.85. We're at 3860. There's your resistance. Okay. You know there are sellers. Somebody wants to sell at a 3880, 3890, right? There is your ceiling for the moment. You go long. I'm sorry. If you want to go short, you go short until 3890, right? Um, and then you cover if it breaks through, because then you broke through resistance. There, and then you cut your losses that way, right? That's my take on CRCT. (laughs) 
Alan, I should have just screamed. You're right. I, I didn't scream in the office, but I did call attention to myself, and I don't like doing that usually. Um, how do you feel about Netties? Netties. RCL, Royal Caribbean oh, wait, let's put uh, executive on CNBC says there will be cases on board ships. Important thing is we make sure they don't become an outbreak. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Romeo Charlie Lima. That, that's important. Thanks. Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Royal Caribbean CEO. That's really important. I, I agree with that guests sentiment. on Adventure of the Seas tested positive. That was reported yesterday by Royal Caribbean RCL. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I would say it's important too. Um, wait, let's go back to Nettie. Sorry. Okay. EKNG DraftKings, July 52 calls active now on DKNG. Here's getting a little pop here. I don't know if I have any thoughts on this, honestly. I don't really know what to make of this chart, ScarJo. I'm sorry. I, what, what are your thoughts? I uh, Are you at the mid, the midpoint of this range? I think you might be. 84 to 134. And we're at 106. You're near the midpoint. Not, a, not, not quite there, but you're, you're close. Um let me just do the math. I can't do it in my head. Yeah, one ten will be your midpoint. Um, I don't know if I have a take on this. Sorry. I'm. I, uh, URGL. God, there's so many tickers out there that I just. UGRO. UGRO. Oh, Urban Grow. Oh, I know these guys. Didn't didn't they uh didn't they uplist or something or no am I imagining that I may be imagining that um all right this is this is freaking this looks weird UAD quad graphics popping to the high Quebec Uniform Alpha Delta uh Alan is asking about Urban Grow you know what Alan. Rather than me tell you about this, what you should do is save this question for Tuesday, I think. Um, Save this question for Tuesday because we have uh, every Tuesday and Thursday we have a cannabis show, right? Um, And it's at at, uh, 4.30 on on Tuesday. And you should ask... This is this is a cannabis play, right? This is like a, I mean, it's agriculture, it's farming, right? That's but it's mostly used for cannabis. I I think if memory. GMVD Golf Michael Victor Delta G Medical Innovations opening at four fifty, priced at five dollars per unit. That's Golf Michael Victor Delta. I would ask these guys on Tuesday at at four thirty what they think of Urban Grow because they would know more about it than I, Alan. Uh, wait, Poppable, who are you talking about? Charles? Yeah, I'd love to smoke a cigar with Charles. That'd, that'd be fun. That'd be hella fun. Whose voice is that? Betty Sue. That is Charles. 
That is Benzinga Charlie. He's the Benzinga Pro Squawker. If you get Benzinga Pro, you get Charles. Um, and he is the man behind the voice, the man behind the microphone, the man, the man behind the curtain. He's he's the wizard of our Oz. Okay, his job is to squawk headlines and trade ideas as they come through. Okay, and he is the best at what he does, and I mean that sincerely. I am not just saying that. Um, Scarjo, it's your fr- okay. Today is your first Russell rebalance. Okay, Scarjo, listen up. It may th- there may be nothing really to uh, to do uh, for this until like three thirty, but for the last half hour of the day, there is going to be some weird things happening. You will see stocks go from green to red to green like that. Okay, there's going to be some crazy movie, I promise you. And it may not even happen until like 3.58, 3.59 in like the last minute or so. But I promise you there will be some crazy moves. The The, the way to um, not get killed on, at the close today is to be super, super tight with your orders. Absolutely no market orders. Do not put a market order for anything in the last few minutes of today's session, zero marketing orders. You will get you will get picked off. Okay, you do not want that. Be super super strict with your orders, or and here's another idea: just sit out and watch. Just watch what happens. Okay, because there's going to be some crazy moves. Everyone knows that the stocks being added to the index are going to be added to the index index as of Monday morning. And same thing with the ones being removed. So we know that there is forced buying and forced selling. H-E-E-N, your managing share is off the lows now. 18.10, the July 20 call sweep on Hotel Golf Echo November. H-G-E-N. Okay. We know that there is forced buying and forced selling. And what happens when the market knows that is it can it can manipulate those, those stocks and it can get ahead of it. And... And yeah, so there's going to be some weird. There's always some weird things that happen, right? Uh, I would pay attention to the banks because we also had the um, the stress test results yesterday, right? I'd be I'd be watching the banks a little bit because um, they're super thick, super widely traded. Um, you can watch the overall market. You can watch the spy. You can watch the queues, right? Um, and again, it's going to be a, probably a pretty normal day, I would think, for the most part, uh, until the last twenty minutes, but really maybe even the last five minutes. Um, just be super disciplined with your orders. If you have a stock that you want to buy, um, I would say either or, or same thing with stuff with the stock you want to sell. Um, maybe get done before the end of the day. Like, but get, maybe get done before like three forty-five. It would be would be my advice because um, the book is going to be so thick and move, there's going to be so much volume at the end of today's session, like an insane amount of volume. Today's one of the busiest training days of the, of the, of the year, right? And it's all at the close. Um, I'm not trying to scare you. Like I said, if you want, you can just like sit out and watch, but there's going to be some weird... I can't tell you what's going to happen. I don't know, obviously, right? But it just there's it, today is one of the highest volume training days of, of, of the year and definitely the highest tra- volume training day of the summer, for sure. 
Uh, so for Palantir at 30, well, <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, are, are you, are you long Palantir? I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, you, you well, four boxes, four boxes. Is Fed's cash Gary says housing market is booming. And part of that is because of Fed's easy policy. ATOS, Atosa Therapeutics, more calls the July $12 call now on ATOS up at Tango Oscar Sandy. Yeah, Crypto Morning Show is making a good point. Um, if you have it, just check check your stops, okay? Don't forget about those. If you have a stop sitting out there, don't forget that, that, that you left it out there, okay? Maybe clear your orders uh, or something. Before we get to like 3:55 today, right? Because um, if you got an order and you just forgot, you threw it out there, you threw a sell order out there, whatever, uh, um, a month ago, at, you know, some stop limit or whatever, you could get, you, you could get hit. Um, just be, just be careful. Cash, uh, Cash Gary says need to build more housing supply to address rising home prices. Yeah, um, and, and on the Palantir note. Again, Palantir is what's going into the index, right? It's going in. That does not mean it has to go up. It's going in. Therefore, we know that there's a lot of money that that the money uh, there's a lot of funds, large funds that will have to buy Palantir, right? That track the Russell. But we know that's going to happen. That does not mean just because there's forced buying in Palantir today, it does not mean the stock has to go up. That's the biggest takeaway from today. Um, all right. I was going to replay the interview with Dave Portnoy, but we're at 1052 already. So time flies when you're having fun. We do have SPACs attack starting in, in eight minutes. I know today they're doing a, uh, another SPAC battle. I think. Oh, no, they're not. They're doing... Um, they're going over the top six SPACs that have either uh, made a deal, completed a deal, or have rumors of a deal incoming. In that's that's what's on today's show. Chris and Mitch, the SPAC gurus, save your SPAC questions for them, please, because they know way more about this stuff than I do. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff says the best is when you, you, you make a trade and then Charles just squawks it. <laughs> Yeah, ATOS is the big mover of the day, right? Yeah. What is the news on this? Oh, God. SUNW Sunworks getting a pop to the highs and the Uniform November Whiskey. The September 12 and a half call now active on Sandy Uniform November Whiskey as shares spiked to $10.95 at the high. That's SUNW. Sandy Uniform November Whiskey. Uh, Jordan is asking if PaySafe is being added to the Russell. I don't know. Let's go look. <laughs> um, it is, yes, it is being added. PaySafe is being added to the Russell 3000. Um, that is not new news, though. So if you're seeing a spike in the last few minutes, not because of that. Well, 
CHMA, Chiasma, uh, share spiking here. Charlie Hotel, Michael Alpha, CHMA, $4.78. See, this is... Okay, okay. So he, we have a headline here for PaySafe. Okay. Traders circulate word that 14 million shares will, will, of the stock will have to be bought by the end of the day uh, to account for the Russell imbalance. Share is up uh, about... 11% at the high. Charlie Hotel, Michael Alpha. Again, I I, I want to emphasize, maybe that's true. I, it's from it's from um, Mark Lehman, who's a well-known guy, a well-known person on FinTwit. Maybe that's true. But you don't, that doesn't mean the stock has to go up. This is not a surprise. Everyone knows about this. The news was out three weeks ago when Russell put out their first list. And even before that, there are analysts that predict which stocks are going in and out okay we know there's forced buying that does not mean the stock has to go because it's 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 not a secret it's not a secret hearing a newsletter mention on chma the reason for that spike i just want to emphasize this okay what happens when everyone gets on the same side of the seesaw right goes down i can't stress it enough so maybe it is popping from that tweet. I don't freaking know. If it is, it's stupid. Because that's not new information. Whatever. The market's dumb sometimes, guys. What can I say? Um, any news on ALF? No. ALF small float. That's the news. Easy, easy, to, easy, easy to push around. Two million share float. Easy to push around. Yeah, James is the algos. You're probably right, James. It's all computers. All computers. Uh, can it check uh, UiPath? Yeah. Um, is there news on it today or something? No, I don't think so. Uh... Oh, well, what did our uh, Kathy bought more? No surprise there. She likes to buy the dip. All right, we got some insider buying yesterday. Always interesting, right? Because there's only one reason to buy, and a gazillion reasons to sell. But you you would only buy it if you expect the stock to go higher, right? Best indications, MCW, uh, 18 to $19, GRPH, 2210, uh, GHR is 2240, ELEV, 1551. Tight, tight range here. Look at that. Couldn't hurt to take a shot. Stop yourself out at, what, somewhere around 67 or whatever? Maybe Looks like it wants to stop going down at least. Which you like to see. <laughs> I'm not mad, Zachary. I'm not mad. I'm just fired up. Today basically is is, is a uh, is a holiday for for trading, right? I mean, not in the sense that we should get the day off, but today is like one of the most eventful days of the year. There are people who make their entire. You know what? I'm gonna turn and squawk off. People who make their entire 
strategy around days like today, right? Um, it, uh, around re, uh, index rebalances, right? And the Russell rebalance only happens once a year. And there is like $10 trillion pegged to these indexes. Okay. So it makes it, uh, I believe, the largest imbalance or the largest rebalance of the year. Um, you got the S&P rebalances. Uh, that's the, that's another big one. Um, MSCI does a rebalance that's notable. Um, but today, for a lot of people, is 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 one of the most important days of the year. I mean, if you're watching pre-market prep this morning, and like two hours ago, Dennis said he was nervous. Dennis doesn't get nervous, right? It's just a big day. So I'm fired up. That's why I'm fired up, because it's a Russell rebalance. Um, it's a Friday. I'm fired up. Exactly. It's the game seven of the World Series of trading. Totally agree, WK Harris. Or I would venture to say game seven of Stanley Cup finals of trading. All right, it's 1059, guys. I'm going to wrap up. Uh, please remember that all the information from our show and all of our streams is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Uh, thanks to all the people for hanging out with us, uh, whether it's Marcus Heidkotter, Jason Rasnick, Jonathan Mallard, Ryan Faluna, Mitch Hot. Thanks to all of you in chat. Drop us a like, please. How many likes are we at today? Let's, let's uh, venture. I'm going to venture. We're at, are we at 500? Oh, we're close. Get to get me to 500, guys. Get me to 500. Um, let's, let's get it to 500 likes, and then um, that would make my day. I'd appreciate that. So, again, pro.benzinga.com, code YouTube20 to get 20% off any subscription. SPACs attack with Mitch Hodge and Chris Catchy coming up right now. This video will redirect to that on YouTube, so you don't have to do anything. Just stay tuned. Everyone, have a good rest of your day. We got SPACs attack. We got Power Hour. Get technical. Moon or bust. Great slate of shows coming up later on in the day. Everyone, good luck in your trading, and I will see you a little bit later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.